Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Refuah Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Rav Amitai Ben Shoshana, Leah Mincha Baskittel, and Shaul Ben Britta. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Edward Ben Ephraim, Shlomo Ben Edward, Yerachmiel Daniel, Ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and their memories a blessing. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the birth of Aban Davis Cohen to Avi and Shana Cohen, and may they merit to raise him in the ways of Torah Mitzvot with much health and nachas. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Torah dedication by the Cohen family this Sunday. May Hashem continue to bless Yoram Yael and their entire family with happiness, health, and success. Please join the celebrations this Sunday the 10th at 2 p.m. at Chabad Israel Center on 1520 South Robertson Boulevard. The Shabbos before Pesach is called Shabbos Agadol, the Great Shabbos. The Shulchan Aruch explains that a great miracle had happened on the 10th of Nisan when the Jewish people left Mitzrayim when they left Egypt, which was on a Shabbos. On the 10th of Nisan, the Jewish nation were told by Moshe Rabbeinu to choose a lamb for the Pesach sacrifice for the Pesach offering that God commanded them to give. Miraculously, the Egyptians did not punish the Jewish people for preparing to kill one of their gods, the lamb. Instead, they left them alone and let them get the lamb ready for the Pesach sacrifice. Traditionally, rabbis give a long speech to prepare their congregation for the holiday of Pesach. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Mitzarah, the Good Word. Our Parsha begins with the very rigorous purification process a person must undergo when their tzaras, when their leprosy, is pronounced healed by a coin. The Torah then explains that Saras can also be found in homes. The Pasuk writes that when the Jewish people will arrive in the land of Canaan, in the land of Israel, they might find some homes plagued with Saras, which is a stone that becomes discolored with a red or green complexion. A coin must be summoned if a person sees the symptoms and thinks that his house has Saras. The coin will examine the home and if he suspects that it is Saras, the house must be quarantined for up to three weeks. At that point, the house is declared either pure or specific stones must be removed, and in the most extreme of cases, the house must be demolished. However, a question comes to mind. With all the emphasis being placed against bad speech in both Parshas Tazriya and Mitzrayim, a person can think to themselves, why talk at all? Inevitably, or by mistake, we will say something warranting the punishment of Tzaras. So how do we prepare for a Pesach, a holiday that requires us to speak for hours on the first two nights at the two seders? Rabbi Sachs of Blessed Memory writes in his book Covenant and Conversation that we cannot just focus on the iniquities of bad speech. We must also highlight and underscore the value of praising and commending our fellow Jews. When we sincerely compliment a person, we give them the energy and the spirit to undertake even greater aspirations. The Mishnah in Perkyovis details the incredible compliments the holy Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, the leader of the Jewish people during the destruction of the second Besamekdosh, gave to his five students. And they were Rabbi Yezer ben Hoknus, Rabbi Shua ben Hanina, Rabbi Yossi HaKoyin, Rabbi Shem ben Asanel, and Rabbi Yezer ben Arach. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai said, Rabbi Yezer ben Hoknus is like a closed well which never loses a drop. Rabbi Shua ben Hanina's mother should be happy that she gave birth to such a Tamachacham, to such a wise person. Rav Yossi HaKoyin is a chassid, is an extremely pious person. Rav Shem ben Asanel is one who fears sin immensely. And Rav Yezer ben Aruch is like a spring that continuously gives force and energy. 
Rabbi Sachs explains that the knowledge and spirit of these five great rabbis was one of the reasons that the Jewish people were able to keep tradition alive. Although they just witnessed the killing of thousands of Jewish people and the destruction of the Bismillah, God's home, these five great sages kept our Torah, our tradition alive for the future generations. The lesson we learn from here is that as much effort as we put in to correcting bad behavior, we must match and multiply that effort when commending and applauding proper conduct and behavior. And this message is ever more prevalent as we rapidly approach the holiday of Pesach. For it is almost impossible to quantify the stress and pressure people are under as Jews around the world are scrubbing every inch of their homes to get ready for Pesach. Yet it is imperative that we not forget to prepare for the main purpose of Pesach, to teach and embed our children with a love, with a passion for God, to explain to them the unbelievable and amazing history of our people, to show them the resilience of our belief in God, in Hashem, despite the tragedies we continuously endure, and most importantly, to bestow upon them the greatest of responsibilities, to be the guarantors, to be the trustees of our future. David Melech says so powerfully in Tehillim, the secret to a great life is to guard your tongue from evil and your lips from bad speech, to shun evil, to do good, and seek peace and pursue it seriously. Have a meaningful Shabbos and a stress-free preparation for Pesach. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.